All right, welcome to Some Guys in a Bible. You guys ready to get this show on the road? Yes. I'm ready. I don't yes. think they're ready, though. We're ready to have a good time, entertain the people, talk about some godly stuff, while at the same time cracking some jokes. Like, I'm glad Nan wore his hat today to be live online. <laughs> Keeping it presentable. <laughs> He said it's covering up some stuff. So <laughs> at some oh, yeah. point, oh, he did it! I revealed the hair. It's okay. Yes, that's what we're we're supposed to be having fun, right? That's we want it. everybody to have a good time while we're watching this, and we're gonna learn a little bit about God, and we're gonna talk about some issues that are gonna stretch us. I don't want to just have a fuzzy, warm Bible study for new believers. I wanted to have. A Bible study that asks some difficult questions and deals with some issues that we've dealt with in the past. So I figured we will yeah. we'll be a little little stretchy today. It'll get us it'll get us out of yeah. our comfort zone. Well, I mean, how many of us are in our comfort zone when somebody come up comes up to you and asks some of the questions we're going to ask? Exactly. You know, you don't have time to get in the comfort zone. No, you don't have time to grab your Bible. You don't have time to log on to logo, logos, logos, logos. Which one is it? It depends on who you're talking to there. <laughs> and we'll all learn to talk correctly before oh, the end of this podcast. I'm not agreeing to any of that. <laughs> I have mumble mouth sometimes and it happens. The only time I try not to misspeak is when I'm standing behind the pulpit. Because then I feel like they think that God's word is tongue-tied and it's not just me. <laughs> God's word is sure and amen. <laughs> but... When I'm in a Bible study, I don't care if I make mistakes. You guys, I, I do that for humor. Like, if I get stuck up on a word, you, you guys, guys, you guys get to laugh. And so, I want everybody to laugh and have a good time while we're spreading the word of the Lord. So, today's subject is something I have personally been hit with, and I had to come up with an answer. And I'm not going to lie, one of the guys at my work gave me a really solid answer on this, and I'm, I'll bring that up and talk okay. about it. But, slide guy, hit us with the first one. Number uno. How do you know God exists? Mm. This is an important question that every Christian gets hit with at one point in time. Yep. And a lot of us don't have a good answer for it. Hey, it's where I was for like five, six years as a teenager. I grew up inside of the church, all of this, but still in the back of my head, I'm like, you know what? How, how do I know this is really all real? How, is, how, how do I know this isn't just something I was... I was taught to believe, and because I was taught to believe it, I actually believe it. And, well, I got my answers about 10 months ago. That's good. And, you know, the other thing is when a lot of guys get asked this question, we want to go to the Bible, mm -hmm. and they don't accept that book. So you can't yeah. go, you can't just necessarily go to the Bible and say, hey, this is, you know, this is what the Word of God says. Because they're like, uh, it's the word of God. We, right. we just, just discussed that. I don't believe in God. Part out. So right. How can we go right to his word? Why don't we talk a little bit about his character? And that's good right there. Because that is what I end up doing. I end up talking about God's character. Mm -hmm. What he's done in my life. What, his, what he's done in the lives around me. And the people's lives that I've talked to and witnessed for. And the miracles and the character of God. Yeah. So and so, I'll tell you what my friend at work said because this is this was a really weird the way he explained it. But the thing was, is we were standing here with a group of guys, mm -hmm. so there's like four or five of us there, and he, I, you know, he hit me with the question, 
And again, I wanted to go to the Bible. <laughs> John 3.16, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you what the Word of God says. But in that, people were kind of taking me, like, uh, as soon as I started to go to the Bible, I seen. Oh, we got a Bible thumper. Yep, I yeah, seen. We got problems. a Bible thumper, you guys. <laughs> they started going, mm, looking yeah, at the ceiling. Your eyeballs just <laughs> click off. <laughs> yeah. But Not my friend was there, and he was like, Dan, you want me to tell you why I know there's a God? And he was like, I don't know if this is a good idea or not, because it came to me when I was drunk. <laughs> but he said, <laughs> I know, but, that, but listen, because I was okay. that's where I was at. As soon as he said that, like, it came to me when I was drunk. I was like, this pagan. How dare you bring me here sacrilegious? <laughs> but but he said, he said, if you draw a line, he said, and at one end is like the best person on earth, like the best, like image of goodness he said and then you draw you know all the way to the other side and you have extreme worst person on earth mm. he said if you point to that center point what is there he was like the fact that there is a center point and there is a line convinces me that there is a god now i had to sit there and chew on that for a second and i was like yeah but I realized that what he was saying in a, in a, in a drunken confusion. <laughs> but what he was saying is that the fact that good and bad exist was evidence to him that there is a God. That one didn't overtake the other. That's not all good yeah. and it's not right. all bad. Yeah. That there is and that that's, in between. To me, I'm like, wow, that, that was very that intelligent. And, but I also watched the other guys in the group go, huh. Like that actually makes a little bit of sense to me. And, I, and then yeah, I, I'm sober. And, and then I ran sense. with it. We jumped right into a 30 minute sermon. I was like, <laughs> No, but then the Bible could come Jesus out. <laughs> no, I did though. I took that very, that very topic and that, that, what, that illustration. And I was like, yeah, let's talk about that guys. Good and bad. The fact that the good and bad exist is proof that there is a God. Mm-hmm. Anybody who walks by a dark alley and they get a feeling Oh, this isn't good. That shows you that there's a God. There wouldn't be that feeling without God. Why why is killing a baby bad? Now, that sounds crazy coming out of my mouth, and then your face lit up. But that's what I'm that talking about. Escalated quickly. I twins, and I got somebody over here asking me, why is it bad if these babies die? Hey Judas, if we go too far, let us know. I'm gonna say common sense. Uh. No, says killing babies is bad. That was my point. Yeah, because when I said you that, switch seats. <laughs> <laughs> but when I said that, everybody in this room, something hit you. Yeah, where you went, holy moly, Dan, that's that's crazy. You know, and some people do that about crazy things. <gasps> you watch that on TV. <laughs> You but don't the, have a TV? <laughs> but the fact that we have that inside of us, <laughs> uh, the fact that we have that inside of us yeah. shows us that there's still that residual taste of the apple in our mouth. The same thing that Adam yeah. bit a long time ago, it's still affecting us today. No matter what people want, we want to say that Bible's not real, that Bible's not real, but you go to the first story and you have evidence in your life right there Mm -hmm. you have the taste of good and evil on your tongue you can't get that out of you you'll never get that out of you you can numb it 
Yeah, you can numb it. You can people Well, what about these people that go on murdering sprees? They they know it's good or bad. Yeah, they've also chosen to accept that and they numb the pain. And okay, we're not we're not the uh, judiciary system right here, so we can. can, Oh, he's not able to stand trial. Okay, but if you go back and look, they all end up saying, "Yeah, I know what I was doing was wrong." I know. Even when they stand trial and they say, "I don't know that it was wrong," in their personal their personal memoirs and their diaries they write and they talk and they say i know it was wrong and i don't believe that nobody on earth i i don't believe that anybody does not know the difference between good and evil like we all have that and even as a matter of fact some of the people who do do things like you say that like murder and do things like that there are other things in their life that they still know is bad and right yeah so they may allow themselves to murder because there's something wrong with their <laughs> chemically or spiritually, and they're they're wrapped in in some kind of sin. But there are still other things in their life that they they know is right and wrong. Like there are pe- there there are murderers, but they won't kill babies. You know what I mean? There are, there are junkies who won't drink on Sunday. You know what I mean? There are, there are things in their life that they say, "This I know is wrong." And mm. this, I know, is good. And even if they are in the gray area on what's bad, everybody knows what's good. <laughs> yeah, there's, we all know a good steak dinner hits the spot. <laughs> some mashed potatoes, some hot sauce. Did you eat dinner before you came? I didn't. I had some, I had some pizza for lunch, though. Pretty soon we're going to be eating on the show, everybody. Cause don't, put it, a don't put show. it past me. Don't put it past me. <laughs> So let's I'll bring let's, an air fryer up in here, right on the table. We pass out French fries as we do it. Then it'll be some guys and fries in the Bible. <laughs> that name copyrighted yet? Yeah, there's there's a ring to that. <laughs> Spiritually and physically fed. Brought to you by Brandon O'Benson. <laughs> Taste and see the goodness of the fry. Which that brings us to our next slide and our next scripture, oh, Jesus' name. <laughs> because I feel like even though we just said, you know, going to the Bible is not always the greatest thing, this scripture pops into my head a lot when I'm hit with this question. Mm-hmm. And people will say to me, you know, how do I know God exists? I, this scripture runs right through my mind. Psalms 34 and 8, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. And we just had the uh, pastor step back here and check on us. And he said that was one of the things that he brought up is, you know, we have to express, you know, we can't always take people back 2,000 years ago to the foot of the cross. And we can't always show people Christ. Well, and so many times people, even if you could, well, it doesn't matter yes. to them. It's here yes. now. The story of the rich man and Lazarus. Even if somebody returns from the dead, they won't believe them. Yeah. That's ridiculous true. to think of it, my mind. <laughs> ridiculous to think of it. It's totally mind. ridiculous. Because right? at this point in time, you know, modern science is like absolutely nowhere where we are today. So you just saw somebody get raised from the dead and you're just putting that out. Like it, there's no, oh, he was just cloned and they switched the bodies out. There's no, oh, they brought the defibrillator and the defibrillator brought him back to life. Nope. It was, Jesus said, you're alive, you're alive. And... That's all you need to know. And you're like, no, that's not enough for me. I, I, I need more. No, that's true, though. Like, if Nan died today and tomorrow he walked through that door and was like, Dan, you need to go buy a lottery ticket. 
I'm going to be on my way to the store to buy a lottery <laughs> ticket. Because that was incredible. Like someone just came back from the dead. And it, you know, so that, that should affect people's life. But those words ring true that, and from Jesus' parable that some people don't. Because no. we do have very legitimate recordings of a man who rose from the dead. And we know what he said. We know what he talked about. Mm-hmm. And people still don't believe. But this scripture is what I point to. And this is what I go to. Because, I, yeah, I can show you in the Bible the resurrection. and I can, But I can also show you the resurrection in my own personal life. Yeah. I can show you how I've gone from death to life. I can show you how he's changed everything about my life. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. And that is the resurrection power of God. Mm-hmm. I've literally seen that work in both of your guys' life over the past yeah. year. And one thing I want to put in before we get too deep on this one is that when you apply this after you start a relationship with them. Yeah, true. When, when you, whether it's a full-blown, I'm so in love with God, or just taking that first step, hey, God, I want to know if you're really alive. And you start having, even if it's just small, minute conversations, because we're, we're creatures of free will. He's right, not. Right. He's not going to force us into into this. He's not going to. It's not going to be something that's shoveled down. Even when I was taught as a kid, and I came back and restudied and came underneath my own understanding, is where I really was able to start to taste things. I was really able to see the goodness, see the joy in things, because I had taken that step. And whether it was a big step or a small step, but once I made that decision in my mind to make that relationship instead of following a religion, instead of following what somebody told me I should do, to asking to be like, hey God, you know, I grew up my entire life. I don't really know if you're real. How, How do we figure this out? Am I talking to myself right now or are you hearing me? And right. then once once I took those steps to start start a relationship with him, I was able to start to taste. I was able That's to good. see. I was able to go into go into being blessed, being obedient. Once I once I got the first little thing, and I saw God taking care of me, taking care of my family and everything else, and then I started becoming obedient to what the what the word says it just the blessings just started folding in just started rolling in rolling you in. just brought you just brought to my mind uh romans 10 i'll go ahead and throw it out there romans 10 we'll see how right i am or not <laughs> but uh romans 10 i believe it is i'm not gonna be able to find it this quick on the thing under pressure under pressure no, I'm looking for the scripture that says it is impossible to please God without knowing two things. Are you going to Google that? Yep, I'm going to Google it. It's not Romans 10. Romans 10.10 10 is one of my favorites. That's why I always get it confused. It's Romans. Is it? Are you sure it's Romans or just... Uh... I'm pretty positive it's Romans. Nope, it's Hebrews. You're right. Thank you for asking me that. 11 and 6. Hebrews 11. See, guys, I'm glad that I made sure I recorded how much I don't know my Bible. (laughs) I'm very good at knowing it and quoting it and, like, knowing about where it is, but i got to have my Bible in my hands to show me how (laughs) there's... What'd you say? (laughs) What'd you say? I missed your joke. No, Paul wrote it. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> most of the New Testament. Okay, what, script, what scripture was that again? 11 and 6. 11 and 6. Here we go. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists. So that's a, that's a pretty important right there. That's what mm-hmm. we're talking about. Believing that God actually exists. But in the process, it says, and that he is the Lord is good. Because you, you will have an encounter with God. And God is a debtor to no man. You're not going to yeah. turn towards God and him not reward you. For, you're not gonna you're not gonna start to to believe in him and him not come through in a mighty way to prove to you that he is who he is. So you know, Mike, my buddy Mike just got baptized a few weeks ago here, and uh, you know, I talked to him uh, last week, and I was like, "How you doing, man?" He was like, "Dude, my life is so incredible," and I'm like, "Yes, that's awesome," because I can't prove that. I you know, yeah, I told him about God. I gave him Bible studies. I baptized him. I prayed with him. You know, like I care for him. But in the end of the day, God's got to show him his own character. And I can, we can count on God to be faithful. Even when we're not faithful, God's always faithful. So whenever I witness to people, I know that in my head too. So when I tell people, taste and see that God is good, I know that if they're going to, if they start seeking after him, they're going to find out how good he is. And, and when we say that, seeking after him, what we're talking about is not just okay, God's real, but now getting to know who he is, getting to know his character, reading your Bible, he spending time in prayer. Hilarious. He amazing. I love the jokes. He has a good sense of humor. He does. Even when, he, even when he's being serious, he's still got a good sense of humor. That's why we can do this podcast, because it's in his character. It is. God likes to have fun and have a good time. Think about it. He created me. How funny do you got to be? <laughs> To come up with a character like this. <laughs> there is no editing involved to discuss this. <laughs> so let's go to the next scripture, why don't we? Psalms 37 and 25. Once I was young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the glory abandoned or their children begging bread. Now I'd like to apologize, guys. I got it in the pagan version. I didn't go with the old King James version. I went with the New Living Translation, which is banned in some churches and thought to be not even a good book. (laughs) I I hope everybody out there realizes that was a joke. I know about 50% of our Christians just quit listening. That's okay. We're going to win the loss, people. If we don't have any Christian followers, then at least we're going to win the loss. We'll reach the people that God intended us to reach. Oh, absolutely. Watching... Mary, Moe, and Curly. There are Bible study up here. <laughs> <laughs> then again, we might have just gained a bunch of Christian viewers there. They're like, he's right. It is pagan. <laughs> We're going to sake only the King James. <laughs> Not even the new uh, King James. But the thing is, I can quote the King James. King James is what I was birthed on. So once I was young, now I'm old. But I have never seen the righteous, righteous forsaken, forsaken or his seed Begging for bread. Yeah. And this scripture is another one which, you know, it kind of confirms what the last scripture was saying, though, is that look at look at people's lives around you. You're young and you're old. You've been around the block a few times now. You've been living for a little bit. 
You tell me if my life is any better than a heroin addict's. <laughs> you should be able yeah, to take a quick glance. A quick and think, <laughs> I still got my teeth. <laughs> Ruth, I ate three meals yes, today. Yes, I didn't rob everybody I know yet. This, you know, <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Why was there a yet in there? <laughs> <laughs> well, my life might take a change. <laughs> We're going to keep it that way, man. Thanks for the encouragement. <laughs> But that's exactly it, you know. You look. Look around you. Look at the people's lives around you. Look at the mm-hmm. people. Like I said today, I've seen your guys' life improve over the last year. I've seen you guys be blessed. Like, mm-hmm. and not just, it's not a, you know, a lottery ticket where you just, you know, or if I just go to church and I say two Hail Marys and then I bow down four times a day, then God's going to give me $100 in my bank account. God's so much smarter and better than that. It's not even like that. The effects and the changes that he does are from the inside first. Oh, it's well, so many times people equate, you know, you hear blessings and everybody wants financial. to go straight to financial. Right. That's because he does but, that. And he does. He does do that. Right. I, don't want to, I don't want to discredit that because right. those uh, financial blessings have absolutely been there. Yeah, they've been but part of the bigger, For me, what I notice personally is my family life mm-hmm. my my wife myself my kids hey, man the relationship as your relationship with god grows stronger the relationship inside your home right because that is just so peaceful that's what he wrote You're, you'll never yeah. hear your seed begging bread now yeah i don't know about you guys but w- when my kids start begging me for things i literally go insane <laughs> yes, and I and I quoted this to God when my kids in the living room like I want pizza, I want pizza. I'm like God, God, what did you say? <laughs> See, well, that's just you, you just gotta pick it up. Am I twisting that a little bit? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but no, I mean, so you guys, I've got two newborns and a three year old at the house. It's over five hundred dollars a month for my formula. Five hundred dollars a month. For the past six months, I have not spent a single dime on formula. I have right. my kids have never once had less than one thing of formula, and I guess there was this formula shortage out there. I didn't know about it. I really did not know that there was an actual formula shortage going on because I bought formula maybe once every two, three months. Because whether it just showed up on my doorstep, whether somebody came by and dropped it off, whether somehow. We have not paid for formula in the past six months. That's you started the whole movement on fake news over there. <laughs> Quiet. Focusing back in. So Just the, when we're getting serious. So the, the begging for bread goes in goes is applied so many ways. I remember sitting right. there. I was I was doing a side job and I remember calling my boy Trey up and I was like, dude. There's something going on in the world right now. There's something spiritually that's happening. Like I don't want you left out of this. Like I don't I don't ever worry about my bills anymore. And yes, I'm talking about that bread. I'm talking about that cheese. I've I didn't I didn't worry about it at all. Is that what they mean? Your children begging bread? They're talking about money? Oh, you just you just brought it home, Brandon. <laughs> I had to bring a little new no, but you know that that's we we got way off track because of my jokes and my personality. I it's apologize. Okay. It's okay. But you're you're bringing up a you're, you want to I want to bring it back to your point. Okay. The you, the behavior of your mm-hmm. family. Yeah. Your your kids acting better. 
them seeing a better a better example in front of them, like all the way around the board, like it doesn't just affect you. And if, no, no. And if you live long enough, no. you realize it. Christian people, it affects their whole family. I've got you know my my cousins whose dads were God fearing men had great lives. Mm-hmm. My cousins whose dads were in jail. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's, but it's, 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 but it's true. true, and it's so sad, and it's so true. And I see these parents that like <sighs> make some good make make some good decisions for your children's sake. Don't be selfish and care about yourself, man. You're what you do, what the thing, the choices man, you make in your life affects time. your children. It's yeah. gonna affect your children. It's gonna affect your whole house. And if you and it doesn't just start when they're teenagers either, you guys. Oh no. No, it don't. No, and you can solve it before it gets to that point okay. if you re- if you put in the work. But that's that's where this scripture is talking from. If we if we believe in God and we give our lives to Him, we mm-hmm. treat this Bible like it's actually something sacred. That's when we're going to see these benefits in our life. That's when we're gonna we're not going to be worried about bread. Our yeah. kids aren't going to be worried about bread. Our our whole lifestyle is going to be better. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I want to add to that though is the beauty of it the reason I know God is real is you don't have to start when they're younger it's better you should but it, I've made mistakes for a long time right. but the beauty of it is when you decide that you're going to believe that you're going to trust God wants better for you it's still there and the, the progress is so quick and amazing when it's God it's so easy when it's God it's just That's as encouragement. So yeah, he restores. He restores yep. and he rebuilds. He's such a beautiful guy. That's the whole reason why we're doing this. <laughs> like he said about Trey, like, I don't want people to miss out. I don't want people to miss out on this. Yeah. I hope that we have people watch this that, that don't go to church and don't know God. And I hope they build the relationship with us. And then they come to church and see us on Sunday and get to know the people of God and the God that we serve. Mm-hmm. Because he's a great God and he's going to make your life. A lot better. So let's move on. Me and Brandon got a side bet that we are not going to finish this in under a half hour. We're already He's already bet. got the lead. <laughs> so I've got to pick up my face. Can't, yeah. can't, put, can't put a mic, camera, pretend audience in a good time and right. expect us to stay at 30 Well, if we, if we keep being funny, we keep telling jokes, they won't mind watching no, past a half hour. So we'll, we'll, we'll try to encourage you guys to spend a little more time with God. And us. <laughs> we might break out some confetti cannons, some Nerf guns. You know, you never yes. know what's going to happen here. We need that. We An need air fryer. When someone says something silly, we can just pop them real quick. <laughs> Even though I don't have a feeling. I'm going to have a feeling I'm going to be the one getting shot more. I'm the one whose mouth is a little bit more of a loose cannon. So I'm going to have to get Judah back there with the jail blaster. Get back yeah. on track. There we go. Because we don't even see him, so no one will, no one will judge him. You can just pop up and shoot us, dude, when we start getting crazy. <laughs> All right, let's go to Axe. <laughs> he just growled. He did. Sounds good. <laughs> He's here for a comedic relief. All right, let's go to the next slide. Oh, you're on it. Never mind. Axe 1, verses 1 through 5. Now, mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. Now we'll shift into the, if we do have our Bible on hand, and if we yeah. have somebody who actually does care a little bit about the word of god this is what i a lot of times go to because we have the book of acts is written by luke mm-hmm. he wasn't a believer of god so he's standing in the same shoes that the person that i'm talking to was standing in that didn't believe in god 
Yeah. Luke Luke is writing this from a historian's point of view. He is not a believer. He didn't follow Jesus. He he just started writing these letters to this Roman emperor who wanted, which we're going to read about here. In my first book, I told you Theophilus. That that word always gets me in trouble. Theophilus. But I think I nailed it that time. I should never try it again. Keep going. About (laughs) everything Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up into heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instruction through the Holy Spirit. So he's writing this book to this guy that has an obnoxious name. Can we just call him Theo? Theo! <laughs> <Theo>. <laughs> you probably would have killed us back then, but we can do it now. He's dead. <laughs> Theo! <laughs> so Theo here has Luke write him this, and Luke is reporting just what's going on in the city. Mm-hmm. So he isn't trying to make this big push for Jesus. Reporter, yeah. yeah, he's basically yeah. a news reporter. He's basically, back when they told the truth, he's actually. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I'm sorry. I only believe this book. I'm sorry. This, this is my news right here. It may be old, Amen. but it predicts the yes. future, and it's my news. So. so we will be coming out with the version 1.2 for final release. So, But he tells him here he's recording this simply from a point of view. But he says everything that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up into heaven. So this is his version of this. This is a doctor, a historian, a writer. A philosopher, a, a very well-to-do person in society who's not being looked at like he's crazy, who's actually being taken seriously, and he's writing about somebody who died and came back from the dead and literally was just taken up into heaven mm-hmm. in front of a group of 5,000 people. That, to me, if we have any belief in this Bible, that's, that's, hard, to, that's hard to argue with. Yeah. And this is where, that's why Luke's writing it. Like, I can't argue, guys. Like... This is something that uh, I'm going to have to write down and report back to Theo because Theo needs to know this stuff. (laughs) Let's go to the next slide. He says, during the 40 days after he suffered and died. So this is a doctor who's saying Jesus is dead. So again, here people have these crazy theories that they took Jesus away in a tomb and he really lived and he survived. And there's no way he survived. And here's a doctor giving you his statement of death that he was dead he did die he suffered and died he appeared to the apostle from time to time and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive so again here we have a doctor who says this man died and then he came back for 40 days not just a one-time ghost glimpse right crazy spectrum and that's the other thing too. Like we, we we have these mediums, and people act like they're so smart because they can talk to the dead, which is all garbage. We can go ahead and say that. And but at the same time, like we're not even talking about that. We're talking about him being there in flesh and blood, him standing before them alive. Stick your hands. In yes. Your Put your yeah. hand in my wound, Thomas. You don't believe me? You really don't believe that me. poor guy. You know, when we get to heaven, everybody's going to be like, oh, you're doubting Thomas. And he's like, I made it. <laughs> One I made time. It. I made it, guys. One time. I'm not so doubtful now. <laughs> <laughs> and he talked to them about the kingdom of God. Yeah. So God comes back to earth alive. Yes, I said God because they're one. There goes the other half, the, the terrible movie. Two God. hours. Get out of here. We don't want you in here anyways. Get out. We're talking to the people oh, who believe. Anyway. We want yeah. a chance to convince right. everyone. 
We'll cut that out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jesus is God. He was wrapped in flesh, came to earth. We know that. Yeah. And he said it very clearly. Go back and read the whole book of John if you have any arguments. Yeah. Mentions it more than one occasion. And then he was God and he became flesh. So get off that soapbox for a minute. But he, so here he is. He's alive. He died. He resurrected. He came back to life and he's standing there instructing these people about the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. Next slide. Once when he was eating with them, he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem until the father sends you the gift he promised. As I told you before, John baptized you with water, but in just a few days, you will be baptized. What was that? Over here. Was I getting sassy? You were. You were getting sassy. It, it's sassy. Once you got to five, John baptized with the water, but Jesus. I'm glad you interrupted the sacred reading of the word. You know what? That's why we're here. <laughs> no, I actually am. I don't want to look too sassy. I don't want, I, I think it's totally sass worthy, Dan. You know what I'm saying? I didn't say that. It's bad. I was just mentioning <laughs> So he says, John baptized you with water, but just a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Baby, <laughs> they're sass. No, but, but he tells them, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, if we're going to end on this scripture, this is a good place to end. Because you will have a hard time. Not believing in God once you're filled with the Holy Spirit. That's why it was a promise. You know, we we if we didn't have the Holy Spirit, and that's why it's so important that we that we encourage people to seek after the the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. There are times in life where your faith wavers. There are times in life where the devil creeps in with confusion and he clouds your mind and you start finding yourself going, man. Is God real? Does he really exist? And this is my fallback every single time. I can't get to that place in my life because I remember when he took over my voice and I spoke in a language I didn't understand and I didn't know how this was happening and it was miraculous and the feeling that, that came into me when I was filled with the Holy Ghost, it is a promise. Mm -hmm. it, the Bible says it's a promise and it's a guarantee of God's salvation in your life. And I know that gets me in trouble a lot. And I normally like to back that up with a lot of scripture. And we don't have time to, but we'll get there. We're going to do a whole show on how to for know. <laughs> but it's hard to argue with. Anybody who's been filled yeah. with the Holy Ghost, like whether they believe in God existing, like you've tasted and seen. Yeah. You've had yeah. that miraculous experience. You've, you've done things that you could not do again. Let alone what we've seen in our lives. Miracles. Blind eyes being open. Mm -hmm. my, my dad was in a wheelchair. And an old Pentecostal preacher said, Bud Tackett, get out of that wheelchair and walk up here. And God's going to heal you today. And my dad got up and walked up there. And today he's working at GM with a broken neck. And they told him he was going to be a vegetable the rest of his life. I mean, Counting the hours down to retirement. Right. And it, and it, <laughs> yes, wasn't, just this, it wasn't just this lovely life struggle look how strong my dad came back from it wasn't that yeah. like it, it would not have happened if a minister of god hadn't had been moved on by the holy spirit felt the power of healing and and reached out in faith well and i'll add yeah your dad has 
he's such a joyful person. Right. There is nothing better to your dad than just spending time with Jesus. Amen. He's such an encouragement to me. No, you're right. And me so too. there's there's that Love side of it. <laughs> Love you, bud. But there there is that side of it too. Right. Because God wants to heal you, and your dad knew and believed that yeah, God wanted to heal him. My dad has spread that word everywhere he goes. Yeah. There's there's hardly anybody's talked to my dad more than twice without hearing that story. Because it's a big event in his life. It's a big mm-hmm. event in my I life. I mean, how, how do you not talk about that? I have, a hard, I have a hard time not talking about how I was an alcoholic to where I literally, it got to the point to the best I could do was right. a double shot every right. single day. And that was phenomenal for me. That was phenomenal. So no, it was actually I mean, really bad for you, but <laughs> go on. We get it. <laughs> the universe. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, if you want to be a I'm sober now. Amen. <laughs> and you're but, right. But I mean, so how do you not? I mean, we between the between the eyes on this table, we could sit down for a day talking about all the miracles we've seen. Talk about all the great signs that we see. You gave me a house, I, and yeah. I can't stop talking about that. Like a house is a miracle. Like we're gonna. It's my. It's on my personal podcast if you want to go back and hear that story but it's amazing we, and you're right when something I mean, like that could, happens we could talk for literally 24 hours straight on everything that god has done for us me personally i could talk for 24 hours straight nan could talk for 24 hours straight i just don't use hey, a lot of words we've got you talking so much on this one show right now oh, this is the people are going to be amazed i opened my mouth <laughs> In a long time. That's all so. it takes. Just a com- comfortable yeah, atmosphere and a camera right in your face. <laughs> it, it is. It's good. It is good. So let's wrap it up. Let's wrap okay. it up today. First off, we are going to encourage people. If you've enjoyed this and you've you've learned anything or you just got a kick and laugh out of this with us, we're going to encourage you another way to taste and see how good God is, is to give to the kingdom. We mentioned that, mm-hmm. that he is not a debtor to anybody. Oh, if you give, he will bless your life. So we're not telling you that because we need money, because guess what? It ain't going to us anyways. Nope. Go to mypineview.org, click on the give button, donate to the house of God, and taste and see how good he is. It, that's an example in your own life. If you're listening to this and you go, I don't know if God's real, I don't know if God exists, taste go ahead and, and try see. that. Go ahead and, and try that. And if you don't, see if it works. And if you don't want to donate, all it takes is a like and a subscribe. That's free, and that's going to bless us as well. You oh, guys. yeah. You should do that even if you don't have money. Yeah, come on. What do you, what, what <laughs> you, do you like? like, like subscribe the likes is and free. The subscribes, please. But, yes, definitely. And then we're going to say a prayer for everybody. Should we do that? Yeah. Should we? Should yeah. We should definitely do that. I love talking to God. I love praying for people. And that's a great way to end the show. It Agreed. Is. So, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, touch our hearts and minds today, God. Allow this word to seep into our heart, God. I hope that we've given some people some joy today. We hope that we've made some people laugh. And more importantly, we hope that we've introduced some people to you, Jesus. We know that you are the reason for this season and that you are the thing that changes our lives for the better every time. You are a resurrected King and Savior. And we worship you and praise you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We will be back next time with another subject and more humor and more Jesus. And and until then, God bless. And if you're looking for more content, you can always go to My Pine View on, is it My Pine View Love on Spotify? 
Yeah, I believe so. My Pine View, and then, then Dan's got... Um, yeah, I don't I even, he chose I, such a long name. I didn't even have to. You were gonna. You were gonna. I'll, I will. I will. Such a loving. Toot my own horn. Go to the Word Bible Study with Pastor Dan. I've got a podcast out there with a lot of stuff. A lot of these guys have made appearances on there, and I would love for that to bless your life as well. And, and soon to come, a Jedi in a Bible. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> yep, I'm putting it out there now. Well, we love you. We hope you enjoyed it. And we can't wait to do it again with you guys. So until next time, God bless you. you.